In this episode, I talk with Carly Penfold, who specializes in shiatsu, acupressure, massage. Carly discusses how these techniques not only help to relieve pain, but increase your energy on the court and with your pickleball partner, which I all know we need. So let's get to the intro to hear more. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I would like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire Podcast, Carly Penfold. Welcome, Carly. Hi, thank you for having me on the show. I'm glad you could be here today because I wanted to have you on the podcast to talk about some things which I think can improve people's pickleball game, but they often don't think about it. And I know you've got a background in different holistic methods. Go ahead and, and, you know, just give a little introduction to your background and then we can kind of go from there. Sure. Thanks, Lynn. So I've been a holistic practitioner for the last like 12 years. My specialty is in shiatsu acupressure massage. So working with the energy and the energetic points on the meridians, these are the same points that are the same as for acupuncture, but instead of using needles, I was using massage work. And the other aspects of energy healing I would bring in included Reiki and chakra balancing, as well as healing crystal properties and aromatherapy too. So my clients were were definitely in for a treat when they came to see me, but since COVID, those, those have been shut down, unfortunately, but I have been bringing about some of this into an online format so that I can still help people and particularly with pickleball players. Yeah. Tell me how you help pickleball players, you know, with some of your different methods. Sure. Some of the things that I put together was actually based on people on the courts asking me (laughs) about, about it, or they'd be saying, oh, my elbow is hurting so much or my wrist. I'm like, I have acupressure points that you can do like right now to help you get better and to release and to release the, the energy blocks that are in there and tackle it from an energetic perspective as well. So some of the ones that I include are like for wrists and elbows, neck and shoulders. And then I even have some acupressure points that can be activated while you're actually on the courts and in between rallies, especially if if people are feeling a little bit more run down and they're just thinking, oh my gosh, can this game be over? I'm feeling so tired right now. There's uh, there's three acupressure points that can easily be activated, just kind of get you through and give you that extra boost of energy. And I can share those with you with the audience today too. Great. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So I'm so excited about this. So the first two acupressure points are on the lower back and they are on a bladder meridian and they're known as the sea of vitality and to access this it's quite easy to do we take your hands or you have them in front of you and you put them into a loose closed fist and then taking your hands to your lower back and using the back of the hand and giving a brisk rub just over just above the tailbone and over into where they kind of naturally will fall onto the back 
And giving a brisk rub like that for as long as you can when you're on the courts, but ideally it would be taking three deep breaths while doing this and giving this brisk rub. And people can experience slight tingling of starting to feel like they've kind of woken up a little bit more. So those, those are the two, those are the first two that I share. These The third point is bilaterally, it's on both sides of the body. So again, we'll be taking hands and then this time into a light fist. And then this time looking for this point will be just below the knee and on the outer side of the leg. So finding where your knees are and then just going down the shin bone uh, a couple of inches and then off to the outer side so the side that your arms are on and with your hands in this loose fist again using the knuckles this time you'll be giving a brisk rub into this area and if you'd like to you know before you're on the courts just to kind of find out where this point is exactly this is on the stomach meridian by the way you can find this point by palpating with your fingers and then raising your toe up and down you should be able to feel the muscle moving under that spot. And if once you feel that, and then you know, you'll be in the right spot, and then you can give the knuckle rub on this area. And that will give a nice, nice boost to your energy as well. And this one is often used, it's been used for for 1000s and 1000s of years, and has, and these results uh, that people get from it is that they just have that extra boost to go the extra three miles, because this is actually what the name of the point is. It's called three mile point. Uh, That's the English name of it. And that's to get you through that last three miles of whatever task it is that you're trying to get through. On days when people are playing pickleball tournaments, I would imagine that that's going to be so helpful. Yes, definitely. And both of them, yeah, doing the the lower back kidney rub and doing this one on the stomach meridian, um, both of them will be really beneficial, even just prior to going out to playing the game. And then in between rallies or in between changing sides or in between games, they can be activated. You can't overactivate it. So (laughs) you just go ahead and do that as often as you feel you need to until you start to feel uh, a little bit of a boost of energy coming in. Great. That's good to know. But Do people, when you do that, do they think it's kind of funny that you're, you know, doing those (laughs) pressure points on the court? Yeah. Well, most of them think that I just have an itch. (laughs) I'm scratching. (laughs) But for those who know me and they know that I'm I'm into acupressure and they're like, oh, yeah, she's doing her acupressure points again. (laughs) So basically, then if somebody wants to do acupressure points, they can kind of disguise it. So, oh, yeah. Oh, quite easily. And I think that you would, you know, in a tournament situation, you really don't want your opponents to know what you're doing, because then they might start doing it too. (laughs) Good point. Now, how many other people do you know that are using these techniques on the court? Oh, I, gosh, like a lot of them. (laughs) Pretty much everybody that I play with, I share this information with, uh, because usually they're beside me and I want them to (laughs) be playing to their optimal level as well. So yeah, I share these ones with a a lot of people. Well, since you're mentioning sharing those things with people that you're actually playing doubles with, what other types of things do you do on the court, you know, to kind of help your energy between you and your partner? 
Right. This is really important. And something that I've actually put together a guide and a short video on, because I think it's important that your partner and you are on the same wavelength and have the same kind of mental outlook when when being on the courts. And I would say the first one is to take a deep breath together. Because when we do that, and if you can do this prior to stepping on the court, you know, just kind of center yourselves, look at, you know, look at each other. That's my second tip is to make the eye contact. But if you're able to take one to three deep breaths together, not only is it going to like set your breathing, but it's going to relax your neck, your shoulders, and your arms. And when those are in a relaxed state, it will, your grip will be more natural. And, you know, when we're tense and and we're tense through the upper body, it it affects our grip. And when we have a really tight grip, and sometimes when we don't want that, unforced errors happen. The balls go flying, they go further than you want them to. So if you're able to take a deep breath in together and synchronize yourselves that way, then you're both into a relaxed state. And that will help you to reduce your unforced errors and get yourself some more points. And the other one that I just mentioned, like making the eye contact, not just eye contact as you're like entering the court, but I actually put this onus on the server because I really believe it's the server's responsibility to initiate that eye contact connection. And there's so many times that I've seen and had this happen to me too. I'm there, you know, and and we're ready to serve. And next, next thing you know, your partner's not even beside you. They're up at the the line. (laughs) It's not where you want them when you're serving. So it really does help as the server to make eye contact with your partner, making sure that they are ready. This has happened to me as well too. Like I'll be sauntering my way back to the, the line after a rally and my partner's ready to serve and I haven't even turned around yet. And, you know, he or she's like taking a serve already. I'm like, wait, 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 wait a second. I'm not quite ready. So that is so important too, is to have that connection that you're both at this at the same mental point on ready to have that serve and and taking the return of serve as well. I just wanted to break in here and say, as pickleball players, we want to get better at the sport. And it was in a recent interview with Hella Spar, I realized I didn't even do 10% of what she talked about on the court. So I've signed up for a doubles course, and you may want to consider doing so too. You can get more information by going to pickleballfire.com doubles. And just to let you know, I do make an affiliate commission if you purchase her course, and this helps to support the Pickleball Fire podcast. Now let's get back to the episode. Those are really all great ideas. And one thing I wanted to ask you about, because sometimes I have a problem, you know, when I play pickleball and we've got a lot of different partners and sometimes I don't know the partner at all and we're all switching around. I mean, how can you connect with people that, you know, you really don't don't know and or haven't played with? Well, I suggest asking their name (laughs) because that has also happened to me where I have, you know, it's the same situation. It might be ladder play or, and we're getting different partners. People maybe haven't met before. And I've been in the middle of a game and realized, geez, I don't even know this person's name. Like, so I think you, you can just start with that and just introduce yourself. Take that moment to, again, make that eye contact You might not be doing deep breathing together at this point, but the eye contact, make that eye contact with this person, know your partner's name and just, you know, start to just to have a conversation and be like, 
hey, are you guys ready? You ready to do this? Okay, let's go. You know, even just that will help tremendously. Well, that's certainly simple advice. But, you know, I totally agree that people don't always do that. But yeah, I mean, that makes all the sense in the world to connect in that way. Yeah. And it's easy to do and you can do it on the courts. And it sounds super simple, but, you know, next time you're out there and you realize, oh, geez, I don't know that person's name, you know, make eye contact with them, ask them their name. And, and right there, you've already established that energetic connection. Another thing that I wanted to ask you about, since you are a holistic practitioner, Mm -hmm. is what's the best way to deal with knee aches and pains? I mean, I, I've bad knees from all the years that I've played sports. I mean, what, what -hmm. can I do? and, And what can others do? Yeah, I actually have, I have tips for you for knees, because last summer, I was wake surfing. And I tore the meniscus in my knee. So, well, I did make it up though. <laughs> so that was a good thing. But then I had a knee injury and then I was off the courts for quite an extended amount of time. So first off, what I suggest to everybody is if you have an injury or something, just find out what it is. Go see your doctor, find out what it is, get, get whatever x-rays or scans or whatever it is that you need to do to get to the root of what the problem is. And then the tips that I'll share with you today, you can add into your toolbox in addition to other um, therapies or whether it's physio or, or, or massage, but these are this tip that I'll share with you. You can actually do it in between and also in between appointments and other therapies to support what it is that you're trying to do. And that is to feel less pain and play more pickleball. So What I suggest is taking, and this will be good because there's actually a use for this now, your broken pickleballs. I know you have them out there. (laughs) Next time, don't throw them away. You're going to want to save one and put it into a sock so that it, like a sock that's got a long um, leg part on it so that it doesn't roll away from you. And then when you're sitting, whether that's sitting in a chair or sitting on the couch, you're going to take that ball and put it in behind your knee. And what this will do is activate three acupressure points that are directly in the crease behind the knee. One's on the outer side, one's in the middle, one's on the inner side. And that's on uh, two of those are on the bladder meridian and one of them is on the kidney meridian. I see a theme here. <laughs> and, and so what you want to do with that pickleball is really just nothing, just let gravity do its work. And what you can do is position it a little bit to the left, then into the middle, and then a little bit over to the right side. And I also suggest doing this on both sides of the body because it's so important. Like the yin yang symbol is to have that energetic balance between left and right between feminine and masculine, there's a whole, and I could go dive deep into that. But so the the pickleball that you've got lying around that's cracked, you're going to have a use for it now, you can actually take two of them and just do them both at the same time. But one that the one that's injured, you can do a gentle massage around the kneecap as well. Again, though, just making sure that what you're doing is not injuring or hurting it any more than it already is. And uh, just go easy on yourself and listen to your body. While you do this, and you will find that these acupressure points are just going to help to bring more healing energy into the knee. 
And, you know, whether that's, you know, to get a full recovery from an injury, like I did with my knee being injured after wake surfing, or, or maybe you're just looking for some relief. Maybe you're waiting for knee surgery. I mean, acupressure can only go so far. It's not a, a miracle cure-all of, for anything, but it can provide relief and it can provide relief from pain and it can provide help to get you better faster. One of the things as you talk that I really like about what you're saying is that you're really talking about combining kind of Western and Eastern you know, mm-hmm. healing, healing practices, because I know I tore my ACL about seven years ago, I did not have it surgically repaired. And I would say my left knee, the one that I tore the ACL, and that's, that's kind of my bad knee, but I really will take your advice and make sure that when I, you know, do the exercise that you mentioned with the broken pickleball, which of course, <laughs> like you said, we all have so many of that I'll, I'll do it with both knees just to keep in balance as I kind of move forward. Right. And the amount of time that you would do that for my favorite go to is three deep breaths, inhaling, exhaling. And as you're doing that, doing that with intention, bringing that breath as you breathe it in, and allowing that to come not just into the lungs, but direct that energy down to your knee, or to your lower back, or to wherever it is that you're feeling some tension or aches. And with the exhale, intentionally letting go and releasing of anything that's no longer needed. The the healing work that I do ties in a lot of the emotional aspect in term, as well as the physical. And the knees are about moving forward. So when there's a weakness there in the energy, then you're more apt to have a physical energy injury. So that is, they do tie in together, at least in my world, they do. And it's important to do that intentional breathing with the three deep inhales and exhales and just observing how your body's responding and feeling to that. I'm pretty darn sure that most listeners are really getting a lot of benefit out of this because, a lot, you know, playing pickleball can be hard on, on your body. So yeah. I believe that you've got some, an offering for pickleball players or courses that you know, relate to the holistic healing. Can you talk a little bit about those? Sure. I have one in the works right now. I'll be launching it in March or April of uh, this year, and it will continue to go from there. It's a live and interactive class. It's a a three-month course that's going to be talking a lot about these kinds of things, like our our energy, our meridians, uh, balancing all the meridians that lead to all the different organs, Then also taking a look at specific acupressure points that are relatable to pickleball players, such as pickleball relieving tension in through the neck and the shoulders. I target with the wrists and the elbows and, of course, the knees. And I also customize it to the group. So any other um, issues that people would like to have addressed, I will address those as well. And And we take a deep look into the acupressure points, into the meridians. There's guidebooks that go along with this so people are able to continue with self-care at home. And it is really related specifically to pickleball players, whether that's... And if people do tournaments, talking about the essential oils for for increased 
heightened perception and for things like increased, like increasing our courage and settling nerves and of course, which, which essential oils to avoid and which ones that would be beneficial for. And then I also take a look at crystals and healing properties of crystals and which ones are good for better communication. When I play in tournaments, I have these bracelets that are, that I wear and my partner wears them too. And we, we, we have the same stones on there that help to connect. And I, I use jewelry with earrings and I tend to not do necklaces because I have a fear of it kind of flipping up into my face and hitting my teeth. So, so I tend to go with more of the earrings and then the, the bracelets and the bracelets too have like the lava rocks on them that I can put the essential oils into and have that with me while I'm playing. And I tell you, it makes a difference. It really does. Well, great. I'm sure that people will be excited about your course when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. I'll be announcing that through my YouTube channel and through I have a Facebook group and page. And uh, people are welcome too to get the guide and video and join my email list and then they'll get notified right away. And then they'll also get the three tips for uh, connecting to your partner's energy to get more points as well as an explainer video that goes along with the guide. If somebody wants to get in touch with you, where's the best place to reach out? The best place would probably be in uh, Facebook or on YouTube. Facebook because you can message me directly and I love pickleball is all you have to search for. It'll show now there are a couple variations of that out there. I'm the one that my picture is, is me with my paddle out there. And I have a couple of medals draped across it. That was from 2019 at the Kelowna Open. And that is, that's the best place to find me. If But if you're not into Facebook, I try YouTube. And that again is also, I love pickleball. Just search that up and you'll find me in Well, Carly, thanks so much for being on the podcast today. It was a lot of great information that I'm sure people will put to good use. Oh, thanks, Lynn. Thanks for having me on. I'm always excited to share about pickleball. And I'm also, my other love is with energy healing. So it's great to be able to put them together and help people out. Thanks again. Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes. 